Authentic Life Radio, episode number 28. (laughs) Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Sarah Rader. Clearly not in control of the buttons, I am. It's <laughs> some def- technical difficulties there, Steph. I love when the buttons don't work right. That's all just right. just hilarious. That's okay. You think you're the one who's technology challenged. Well, I am technolog- <laughs> technologically challenged. That's the word. But, you know, that's okay. It's uh, good for me to see that I'm not the only one. You are not the only one. That was very I nice. I am surrounded by technology daily, and I still can't make it work for me. That just shows that it's, you know, has a mind of its own. It does. It really does. It, it Whatever. So, I enjoyed that laugh, though. That was fun. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would be doing. Um, I ran the Capital City Half Marathon. Um in Columbus on Saturday. Yes, you did. And um, and it went well. <laughs> or rather, it went. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Um, I enjoyed the company. I enjoyed the challenge. And I enjoyed the finish. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I did. I did enjoy it. I did. Um, I went in with not having trained as well as I had wanted to because my schedule, our schedule has just been moving so crazy and I wasn't finding the time to make it work. And um, so I went in with not having trained correctly and I did okay. I think had I trained better, it would have went better. Does that make sense? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously that makes sense. Train better in it. So... <laughs> duh but um but i didn't not enjoy it yeah well very good and i may do another one that's awesome not this year sure right Mm -hmm. but um but yeah it was it was good that's wonderful i remember the first time and the only time i've really done a race okay (laughs) that was with my husband and we did a triathlon now my husband did a lot of races until his knee and his doctor said no more racing because, um, well, he physically cannot do them anymore. His knee won't allow him to. Right. But when when his doctor said no more running after his surgery, I mean, he, his doctor said, seriously, no more running. And Andy was like, well, the doctor told me to tell him. And I was like, you want me to tell him? And And the doctor was like coming out of surgery. And I said, well, I'll do my best. And and I told Andy and and then doctor, the doctor said, realized that I was going to need some backup. So he ended up coming <laughs> into the room as well. <laughs> so when, when Andy saw me, he's like, well, what about a 10K? And he's like, no running. And Andy said, well, what about a 5K? And he's like, 
no running. Wow. I mean, he kept going. But anyways, but that's beside the point. I mean, my husband just loved to do it. But so I to try to join in with my husband in something that he really loved to do. I did a triathlon with him and we did. It was a canoe. It was mm-hmm. six miles canoeing, six miles um, running and 18, 18 miles of biking. Okay. I, I like to canoe. Andy and I have always enjoyed that. So that was not a big deal. The running was was fine, except something called Killer Hill, which was basically straight up a, a hill. A killer hill? Well, um, the last half mile was really seriously straight up a hill, wow. and it was awful. And I have never, can I say never, haven't I enjoyed riding a bike? The first, you know, several miles were fine. By the end, like, I was so mad at my husband. It was not enjoyable. I like <laughs> I wanted to rip his eyeballs out and make him <laughs> swallow them or something. I don't even know. I was so mad and he knew it too. Wow. He knew it. He had done that triathlon several times and I was so mad. I I think steam was coming out of my ears and everything. I just I wanted to hit him. I, but I didn't have the energy to do it. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh my goodness. But to know that I completed it, that seriously was harder than childbirth for me to finish that, those last several miles of that stupid bike. I hated that bike, that bike ride. Um, and, um, but I completed it, but we went to go get dinner afterwards and it was at a, it was like at a steak restaurant and I laid down in the booth and was eating my meal laying down. (laughs) I could not even pick up my head to eat. (laughs) The room was spinning. Um, Oh, it was awful stuff. I mean, it was awful. I just had nothing in me, no energy left after that stupid bike. It was not, it was, it was that bike that took everything out of me. Um, But I don't like biking. No, I don't. No. So I would like to do like a running mm-hmm. kind of thing. I would enjoy that, but don't ever ask. No I'm triathlon. Ne- no biking. No biking. No do biking. Not ask Sarah to bike. That's correct. <laughs> no, I I might throw a bike at you, <laughs> but I won't ride a bike with you. No. I love that. I might throw it at you, but I'm going to ride it with you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's. So Andy has now he's gotten his um, his interest in other places now. Right. So that's good because he's given up the idea of running. Of running, right? So yeah, it took him a while though. It did take it him did. a while. It really, really. I can't did. imagine. I mean, yeah, really, because he was doing you know he was doing full marathons and yeah. all these all these triathlons and all this stuff. He really. I remember one day. Okay, like Sarah lives across town, mm-hmm. and. I mean, driving is what, maybe 12 to 15 minutes? Yeah, Between our two houses with with traffic and stoplights and stuff, right? So, I remember one day, I'm driving home from probably Kroger, because that's the only place I ever go. (laughs) And Andy's running through our neighborhood. Because he ran here from, like, he was out running. Right. He's a freak. That's what I thought that. Day. Yeah. What he when he gets his mind set on something, something he yeah. he gives it 
every. I'll tell you what, though. I admire that. And I wish that I could go after some things with that intensity, Mm -hmm. with that. With that drive. So somebody could call me a freak. Yeah. 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 I mean, he really, he really is. He's very devoted. Yeah. He really, really is. is. There are things that I wish he were more devoted to with some things. (laughs) But he's so (laughs) funny. I mean, he's just, he's very passionate about, Mm -hmm. about things when he gets that way. And I really do. That is that is something that I really do admire about him as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's hilarious with that kind of stuff. Cliff is like that. He's very mm-hmm. front facing focus. When he has his mind set on something, that mm-hmm. that's the only thing in his mm-hmm. in his sights. He he can't see anything. Unlike you and I, who point. we're like we have so many things going on. I'm like squirrel. Well. <laughs> I think that that's well I think that women uh, men compartmentalize generally and we're generally speaking here here. Uh, men compartmentalize and women like have several things up in the air trying to get them done and um, and it I think we're just made that way a lot a lot of times and I think that that's why we have to have I think that's why we work well together. Right. And I and Andy and I work, we work well together if we will listen to one another. And I think this is something that's really helped us in our marriage. It, well, once we started to, here, let me, let me back up. Okay. For a long time in our marriage, I would try to make Andy be more like me. Mm-hmm. And Andy, I don't, I think that he would, I don't know if he would, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth since he's not here, but he would not understand how I was wired. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think that we have come to the place where we just accept and appreciate our differences Mm -hmm. instead of trying to make each other like the other one. You know what I mean? I absolutely. And, um, and just embrace each other and our differences. Um, and so, yeah. And, and Andrew can sometimes be so, focused and so i'm just like what in the world you are a freak that kind of thing but i'm just like i appreciate that and i think you are so devoted and so loyal to that that means you're devoted and loyal to me and our children Mm -hmm. that 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 same drive and that same passion that's what makes you that way with with us and the kids right um with me and the kids and so or it's the same thing that sometimes I get so um, passionate and so emotional about certain things. That's what gets me so passionate and, and emotional about, you know, him and the kids, you know, mm-hmm. it, it goes that same kind of direction. So we've, we've learned to, instead of trying to make each other like each other, we've learned to accept and embrace those differences. Right. Because God brought us together. Yes. As different people. Right. Right. For a reason. Correct. Right. Correct. Um, I, and, and the same thing can be said for, um, I look at like the differences between Luke and Lydia. Mm -hmm. They are so, so different. And, but one of the things that I love about that is that God gave them such different personalities. You know, you go to Psalm 139, they're each fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. Because he has a unique purpose and a plan for their lives. And my job as their mom and, and I'll just use my for me is that I need to embrace those 
unique qualities and mm-hmm. those unique things to help shape and mold them so they can be who God created them to be. Absolutely. I need to um to see that and I need to embrace that and and um and help them find their purpose and God's plan for their life, not shape them for what I think they need to be, but to um to see how God uniquely made them so that they can grow into that plan and that purpose. And, um, and I love that, you know what I mean? So, and I, 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 I want to be that kind of mom, Mm -hmm. you know, I want, I want to just um, be excited for who they are. And, you know, sometimes there are things that I don't understand about their personalities. There are some things that I'm just like, what in the world? Cause I'm not like them. Right. But that's okay. Absolutely. That is okay. Absolutely. Um, because they're not me and I'm right. not them, right. you know? And that is what's, that's what makes people their own individual selves. Right. We had, um, I love to watch my kids because only having, having two daughters <laughs> and one boy. Yeah. It makes things quite interesting around here. <laughs> um, obviously, the girls are different from Matthew in many personality Mm -hmm. differences just between girls and boys. Sure. Okay. But then looking at the girls and how much they are just alike in some areas and completely different in others, you know, and, and watching their personalities. So the other last Wednesday, um, we had some things happen and we, I mean, we were having a great evening. We were having fun. And then I think like most 10-year-old boys, Matthew doesn't really know when to stop. And so what started out as fun mm-hmm. ends in discipline. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um and so we're we're talking to him about this and and basically he's he's ready to um he's ready to go at it on his own. He doesn't want to live at home anymore. He thinks he can live by himself now and um and and that's that's <laughs> That's what he's telling us. We discipline him too much, mm-hmm. um, which is really funny because my kids don't get a whole lot of discipline. I mean, they really don't. Um, but he's he said he's grounded all the time. He's the only one who ever gets grounded, um, and and so we're just this is his thinking. And then we are talking to him about you know we discipline him because. Uh, because we love him and that we want him to grow into a mature man who can live on his own, you know, and, um, and talking about how God still disciplines me. Like I was talking about how God still disciplines me and I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all, but I am trying to grow through it, you know, and, and to, I learned a long time ago to accept it, but now still, you know, growing through it and um and where was like hold on so he's just and and at one point he's i'm just like matthew you're behaving like you're five and he says i wish i was five (laughs) okay um cliff take off your belt and spank the boy because if he wants to be treated like he's five that that that's how we would handle this if you were five but you're not five anymore and so the discipline is is a natural consequence discipline and he really didn't like it he really didn't want to do it and um and so we're going, so Matthew thinks he's ready he, he's ready right now to go out and live on his own and do it on his own. Well while we're talking with Matthew Megan keeps giving her under her breath mumbled 
one-liners of how she sees things, right? So we actually, we have to send her out of the room, uh, tell her her discipline is coming later, (laughs) you know? we're gonna finish here and then and then i'm coming for you and um and so i send her to to our room to do her homework and i go in and i'm talking with her and and so and i'm i'm telling her that that the same rules apply to her you know we are we are trying to give her what she needs to make it on her own because she's not going to live in this house forever she is going to you know and and so these are the things that i'm telling her you are going to um, to leave this house and, and you're going to need the discipline and, and the skills that it's going to take to make it on your own. And she's like, mom, why are you always talking about kicking us out? You're always talking about us leaving. I'm like, Megan, what you don't get is that you're going to want to leave. Like at some point you're going to want to leave. It's the natural course of things. I'm just trying to prepare you for it. Right. That's real. That's really, that's it. She thinks, and so does McKenna, that I, they would be happy to live with Cliff and I forever. Megan thinks that too? Yeah. Really? Like Megan and McKenna would like never leave this house. McKenna will joke sometimes, which is is really funny at, you know, Mm -hmm. seven to say, yeah, when I, when I get married, I'm going to tell my husband to scoot over and make room for my mama. (laughs) 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 And I mean, like really in, in McKenna's mind, which is hilarious at seven, her and her husband are just going to live with us forever. Like nice. she thinks about growing up and getting married and, and, and having babies and, but they're going to live with us while they do that. And I keep telling her, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> no, I know. I know not so. You're right. not going to do that. That's not how, that's not how this works. That's funny how they, but, how they think that when they're so little, I know. And how things change and, and grow up. I'm just hoping that I don't mess up my kids too bad. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm hoping for the too bad. Like my kids already messed up. They're they're mine, you know. I mean, God entrusted me with them, which I laugh at daily. But just I'm working on the too bad, you know. Right. Just not too bad. That's, that's all. I just want them to be able to, you know, feed themselves. And Matthew had to learn how to wash laundry this week mm-hmm. after Mama asked him for his laundry six times, and I had washed everyone else's, and his was still all over his bedroom floor. I said, after school today, you're washing your own clothes. Oh, man. Like, it shouldn't be a problem for you. You're ready to live on your own. There you go. It's time to learn how to do your laundry. My goodness, my Luke thinks that he doesn't know how to hang up his own shirts. So does my son. I'm like, Luke, seriously? (laughs) No, I really don't know. I was like, well, then you're in luck because I have lots of shirts for you to practice on, buddy. I can teach you Lots of shirts for you to practice. (laughs) (laughs) It is your lucky day. Oh, my goodness. Matthew will hang his up inside out. Oh, yeah. Um, without the, the hangers won't be pointing towards the sleeves. They'll be going. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's hilarious. But I'm like, look, they're your clothes. If you're happy wearing them that way, I don't care. Well, right. No, I, I, Luke was like, I asked Luke to help put his put laundry away. Yeah. His was, well, I don't know how to hang up shirts. I was like, oh, good for you. You're in luck. I have lots <laughs> for you to practice with. <laughs> I love I mean, you know, I mean, it's amazing the the excuses that, that they, they come, come up, up with. with because, you know, I'm like, dude, I mean, really? Yeah. Oh. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Yeah. We um, on Sunday had a family day, which was fantastic because we hadn't had one in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just with different travels and and guests and i'm not trying to say bad things about guests or traveling but it like all hit at once right i mean we hadn't had like a true family day Yeah. yeah and um so i came home from columbus on saturday night so that on sunday we could have our family date now let me tell you after doing the marathon saturday morning and then sitting in the car for two hours to drive home (laughs) <laughs> you should have seen me trying to get out of the car i bet that was hilarious it, it was it was really funny it was a good thing that it was like 10 o'clock and so all the neighbors were inside <laughs> and couldn't watch me but um but sunday we went down to um newport on the levee mm-hmm. and we went to see the avengers and had lunch and okay so, but we had a lot of time between lunch and our movie so we walked across the Purple People Bridge. I love the Purple People Bridge. So um, the Purple People Bridge is a bridge that used to be purple, but it's kind of faded now. Um, That's a pedestrian bridge. That is for pedestrians. It used to be a working bridge, but once they put the, um, for, for cars, but then when they put in the levee and it's too close. And so anyway, so it's now for pedestrians only and bikes and, you know, you can ride your bike across and stuff, but it connects the um, riverfront in Newport to the riverfront in Cincinnati. McKenna, well, Megan didn't want to do it either. I have my own fear of walking across the bridge. I, I've, I have struggled with that. And um, I walked right in the middle <laughs> and my stomach is turning the whole time. Um, but Megan didn't want to do it. But she was a little bit more we'll call her compliant or adventurous or whatever you want to. She did it without too much complaining. McKenna is freaking out. Like she is terrified and Cliff picks her up and starts walking and she's kicking and screaming and she's crying out loud. And she goes, pass me to mama. (laughs) I can barely walk. And, um, and so I hold her for a minute and then she calms down and she's okay. And her first few steps are very hesitant. We're already on the bridge because Cliff walked her a few steps and then I walked her a few steps. But once she she gets down on her own, she's very hesitant, walking slow. By the time we get to Cincinnati, she's skipping. Yeah. And and I told her, I just kept telling her how proud I was of her for conquering that fear. Right. Like she had that fear and, but she did it. And then... Now, if you ask her, she'll tell you she didn't like it. But I can tell you that watching her mm-hmm. from the time when she's kicking and screaming in Cliff's arms to skipping and running was quite the difference. And I want my kids to conquer their fears. Hmm. And it was fun to watch. That's really cool. It really was fun to watch. That's really cool. And I I think that that's kind of under you, what you just described was kind of gives me a vision of how God is with us. Mm-hmm. How we kick and we scream. I'm kicking and screaming right now. (laughs) With the journey that God wants us to take on, we think that we can't do it. We're scared Mm -hmm. to do it. We don't want to do it. And we think that it's too hard or um, it's too painful or it's whatever. And by the end of the journey, if we'll allow him, we'll allow, he'll carry us for as long as, if we need him to, he'll even carry us Mm -hmm. for some of the way. And then by the end of the journey, when we're strong enough, 
we're we're we're, we're, we're gonna be we're we're gonna be skip, um, skipping and laughing because we're free, mm-hmm. and I understand that journey. Yeah, I do. I understand that journey to freedom. Um, so that's just a beautiful picture. What you just described of of something of what God is able to do when we allow Him to take us on a journey if we're scared to do something. Right. Um, and uh, so that was a beautiful, that's a beautiful word picture. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that wasn't the intention, but I like the way that it turned out. You're welcome. I do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on this journey right now that I've um, started a while ago. Mm-hmm. I can't, I love that you can put, you know, your five years on your journey. I can't really put well, the reason I can't put a five years on the journey, and I think that I don't know how much I've, I can't remember what I've shared and what I haven't mm-hmm. shared, but I will go back to yours. But I, the reason I can put a five years is because when I was, and I and I feel weird, I'll, I don't think I've ever shared this. So, and I think sometimes I don't want to feel uh, like people think I'm wacky or goofy or that I'm super spiritual or whatever you want to put on there. But I think that I've actually, this is how much I've conquered my fear of people pleasing. I don't care. <laughs> I remember doing Bible study uh, when I was about 27 and it was, um, and I was in the midst of, you know, this was really, I just, so Liddy would have been about a year old and Luke would have been about four. And I really, really was in the midst of God, give me purpose, give me meaning. I, Mm -hmm. I want, I want to do something big for you. And I've always wanted that. I've always wanted that. I grew up in the church. I've wanted to have this big, um, this big thing to do for God. Mm-hmm. I mean, always. And it's, <laughs> but I've been learning that it's been about me and not about God. Right. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? I I want this, and God needed to slap me, uh, slap me down just a little bit. And not that he doesn't want to give us purpose and meaning, but it's not about us. It's about right. him and other people. Right. Um, and, and in that, then he will build us up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, um, so, and it's not for, and it's not, that God is mean or anything like that. It's just because he knows that that's where true fulfillment comes from because we get our eyes off of ourself. Um, then we can really, really um, be fulfilled because mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about myself all the time, I I am not doing well. I right. have really figured that out. So right. anyways, um, so give me purpose, give me meaning. And um, as I was doing Bible study, um, it was Beth Moore's The Patriarchs. Okay. That's what I remember. I, I know that that's what it was. And um, and so I was, Beth was writing something about how Jesus began his ministry at 30 and Abraham got a got something, either a vision or something at the age of 30. And I was doing that and, and God really spoke into my spirit at, at 30, Sarah, that's when your journey's gonna begin. Okay. You just need to be patient at 30. And I was like, all right, I can wait three years. I, I can do that. So whatever it is, God, I'm gonna wait. And let me tell you, at age 30, st- stuff began to happen, but it wasn't what I thought was going to happen. He began to strip everything away, things that I thought that were really important to me, um, some ministries, some relationships, all of this stuff. He began to just strip it all away. And, um, and I was just like, the things that I had been building up for myself that, mm-hmm. I mean, my heart was really, was truly, was really in the right place because I really do have a passion for God and for people, but I was trying to do it myself, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, um, and so he began to strip all of these things away that I thought were important. And, um, 
at the, at age 30 and and it's taken me till right now now and you remember that and if you i don't remember what episode it was but if you i'm a hot mess mm-hmm. i remember i know but it's titled so if you would listen yeah, to i'm a hot mess i think it's episode five yeah i it, i think that that was probably when i really i really fully embraced from age 30 until about there that I really reached that I'm finally broken. I don't need anything but -hmm. Jesus. Right. And, um, and I came before you all and I really just, I didn't care anymore what people, what anybody thought. And, um, so that's pretty much where I, I finally felt complete freedom and, um, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. I didn't shouldn't say I felt complete freedom. There was an, there's another couple steps, but now I can sit before you all today and I can really say that. Now does that mean I don't have any struggles that I'm not no, that does not mean that because right. I'm there you know that I'm still struggling with some stuff, but the things that the things that I was in bondage to um that's not that's not holding me anymore. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I really feel free. And um so I know that um, that I can just be myself and be fully who God created me to be, and not and not be in fear anymore. Right. And so, um, I'm sure that I'll, as God leads me to, I'll share more and more and more because um, it'll just come out. Um, but that's but I know that it was at 30, right? Because of that, um, that when God spoke into my spirit mm-hmm. at age 27. Your journey's going to start at 30. Right. And that's why I know that. And that's when he started stripping things away that I thought really mattered. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Right. To what he had planned and purposed for my life. So that's why I can say that. Yes. Okay. So I forgot what I was saying. Well, you were talking about um, that, the, the, the journey the across the bridge. bridge. and Right. So um, I am on this journey that is... Um, a lot about a lot about healing the little girl inside and um and so i think about the bridge and i think that like and, and if i really thought about it i'd say that my i probably started in late 2009 early 2010 um most of 2010 was fighting mm. it was the kicking and screaming and um really not wanting to deal with anything. Um, I spent a lot of 2010 very numb mm-hmm. and not really letting anyone in or closer in anyway. So, um, but, but I'm on this journey. And so I think about like, like putting, taking that story of McKenna and conquering that fear and the freedom that she had by the time she got back to the other side mm-hmm. of Newport. Okay. I I'd say that I'm probably in the middle of the first sure. trip across the bridge. I, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not skipping yet. <laughs> um, because I'm still, I, I'm still learning things every day. I'm still, I'm under great attack from my enemy and, um, and trying to discern attack and truth my truth who what is my own thought and what is that of my enemy does that make sense mm-hmm. am i am i making absolutely okay am i clear um 
And so, and, and I'm getting these little, I, I'm not, they're not little, they're, they're not little. I'm getting these um, amazing pictures and glimpses of the life that God has for me once I make it across the bridge and back. I really am. But making it the rest of the way across the bridge, I don't want to go. It's ugly. It hurts. It hurts bad. Some of it does. And um and so I like having that I, I, I like having that visual now. Oh, I'm so glad. Of the yeah. Well good. Of the bridge. I, I do. I like that. Well good. Very good. Mm-hmm. And especially so. with your little girl. Yeah. yeah, being the what you yeah. can visualize. You I know? really like that. I really, really like that. So I'm good. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I don't remember. Well, because here's the thing, too. Even with with how I feel right now, I mean, there's times that I, I'm not skipping. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I think about. I'm gonna go back right. to Disney again because yeah. I love, I love that because that you know there's the part of me that wants to like go down. Um, you know, in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and have the balloon in my hand yeah. and have the ball gown on and skip down Main Street, you know, towards the castle. And I feel that that like that, that, you know, that's my bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I and I feel that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are days that, man, I just don't even feel like getting out of bed. Yeah. And I so there are still days that are like that. But then I remember truth mm-hmm. and I remember the truth of of who God is and who I am and um, who he's created me to be. And there, that there are people that he is for me and that there are people for me and that I have, you know, that I do play a plan and a purpose in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I need to get up and be skipping around in my ball gown with my balloon down main street, you know? And I, so I need to get up and be, you know, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that it, I'm going to feel like that all the time. Right. And it doesn't mean that um, and in that, I mean, of course, we're going to be attacked. Right. Of course. Absolutely. Because when we're on that kind of journey, we. He, Satan, Satan would rather have me in bondage. Of course. The fact that I am dealing with emotions mm-hmm. scares him. Well, sure it does. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I really like that. Um, I'm not just burying things mm-hmm. anymore. I'm I, uh, this this morning. I got angry. I cried. And then I got up and I put makeup on. And you asked me, you're like, you look pretty today. Why are you dressed up? And I, or would you dress up? I said, for myself. Mm-hmm. I did it for and myself. I loved that answer. I, I thought, because most of the time, you know, for myself, if I have to go somewhere, that's when I, mm-hmm. you know, I get ready. I go through the, I go through the torture. Almost. <laughs> Sometimes it is torture. Of fixing my hair and putting on makeup and putting on nice clothes. Yeah. And then you said for myself, I was like, awesome answer. I loved that answer. I was oh, like, you, dang girl. So, I mean, and, and I mean, he would much rather prefer me, you know, to bury those emotions and, and, you know, eat them away, which I've done. Mm-hmm. most of my life mm-hmm. and uh and i'm not i'm i'm trying very hard to get that out mm-hmm. and um i've taken on a new theme song which i just shared with you this afternoon mm-hmm. um carrie underwood's blown away from her new album i heard this song the other day and it, it was just perfect for for the 
the journey that I'm on right now. And this little girl inside who is terrified of um, anything, everything, and and my need to protect her. And so I, I've taken this song on as my theme song. I pray all day throughout the day. Um, I, I have I've suppressed a lot of of memories, and um, I told you something while we were in Disney. You're like, I've never, you've never, I never knew that story. I've known you for like ten years now, and you never knew that story. I've never told anyone that story out loud before, ever, and um, and so I'm I'm constantly praying that God will, um not blow it away because I don't want to just blow it away. I want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do want to, to deal with it, but I'm, I'm asking him to reveal those things to me. And here's the thing. He'll, he'll redeem it. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. He will redeem it. Yes. That's why we love the, the, the story again of redeeming love. Mm -hmm. And that is such it. We will say that again. I will probably mention, I have no idea how many times we'll mention that again. And for however long we do this podcast, um, if you've not read Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers, you need to read read Redeeming Love. It's just, it's a novel. I'm due for a reread, I think. That would be an awesome idea. I think it would be perfect Um, for right now. Yeah, it just is such a beautiful story of how God pursues us and how he uses other people in our lives if we'll let them in mm-hmm. and um and and all of those things you know it's not and, that, and and that's the thing too that i've never really connected until just this moment god does god does um, pursue us and it is about god but it's also about other people absolutely and we have to let other people in he uses um safe people yeah and they're safe people and people that will accept us and love us for where we are and um and who we are um and so that the, the the combination, you know, of, mm-hmm. of himself and other people and, and that we have to, um, we're going to have to learn how to trust and, and all of that. So it's, absolutely. And, you know, but yes, a, a, a reread of that would be, probably, I think a reread of that would be perfect for right now. Yeah. And, uh, if you haven't read redeeming love, it just is a great read. Maybe you're not, maybe, right. maybe this is a heavy, maybe this is a heavy podcast for you. And you're like, boy, those girls are nuts and crazy. Maybe I'm, so. I'm only half crazy. Cause 13.1. I'm only half crazy. There you go. But, but it's just a great read anyways. It's a heavy book, but it's an awesome, it awesome, um, retelling of the book of Hosea you know, in the 1800s. Um, and yeah. Francine Rivers is an incredible author. Truly so, um, so yeah, that would be awesome. That would be yeah. uh, an awesome read. So, But really, if you have not read that, you have to. You've yeah. got to read that book. We try to, I try to come here with, with, a, with a great, <laughs> with, with a great um, read yes. to give to you all. And I'm going to say again, Boundaries. I finally finished that book. Did you? Congratulations. Yeah, I, st- I started it. it in March. Yes. That's the longest I think I've ever spent. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting Safe People, which is their follow up yes. of of that, and um, I I'm, I'm totally enjoying that. But I need to I need to get myself into something a little lighter for myself. I think <laughs> something for just enjoyment. Something for just enjoyment. <laughs> it might do me some good. And you people that are listening to that are like, yeah, might be, <laughs> it might do you some good, Sarah. I don't know. That is so funny. 
<laughs> but okay, here's what you need to do. You need to go see the Avengers. I am really excited about that. My son really wants to see that. Oh. Um, of course, in the midst of uh, baseball and everything else, we'll have to. Right. I mean, yeah, but yeah. that is. Yeah, we do. We need to have a family date. Right. Uh, of some so of some kind. We saw it on Sunday and there's this part and I'm not going to tell you, but we all got out of and, and I think that's the entire family's favorite part now. And as we're leaving, I said, when they showed that, I really wished I could rewind it and watch it again. It was just like awesome. That's cool. And Megan said, Megan and Matthew both said they thought the same thing, that they wanted to rewind and watch it again. Um, and Megan told Cliff this morning or last night, I don't remember. Anyway, um, we need to have, we need to have a daddy daughter date. And he said, really? Why? She goes, well, just because I want to spend some time with you. So, and I know what we should do. Like, maybe we should get some dinner first and then go see the Avengers again. That's hilarious. <laughs> she liked it that much. She liked it that much. It was, it was so good. So that's cool. Um, if you do take um, my advice and go see the Avengers stay through the credits. Okay. Like till the end, all the way through the credits. Okay. The other, the other movie well I really want to see is the lucky one. I know. I think I'm going to go just by myself one well, that's day. That's a good idea. Just go in the middle of the day. That's a very good idea. I'm really hoping that um, my husband takes me out on a romantic date. My, there you go. My birthday's coming up. Yes, it is. Maybe I can ask him. Happy birthday. Thanks, because I'm going to be really old. <laughs> so I was driving in the car today and I'm like, I need to get Sarah a birthday gift. You already got me a birthday gift. I know. <laughs> You do not. <laughs> I was sitting there and so, and we just talked about how we've been on this journey, you know, all this stuff. Um, okay. Um, your birthday gift is, we're really hoping a redeemable part of God using this to, to redeem right. part of your of your past. And I think that that is just so cool. But um, so I'm like, I need to get, what am I going to get Sarah for a birthday? What am I going to get Sarah? I already got her. And then God is just like, you already got her something and I'm going to do this through it. And it was just like, you know. I know. And so I'm like, oh, you're right. I did. Okay, just a card. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm so excited. But what was so funny is that you said, is it your birthday coming up? And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I celebrate all month long. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, She's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's um just so you, I mean, just since we're talking, yeah. it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And, um, and I'm like, oh, man. I'll be 35. I think that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Let's it's just say. awesome. <laughs> oh, I'll be 35. Yeah. I really think it's weird. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to celebrate being 35. You're exactly right. You it's should. something to celebrate. It is. And um, I have, um, I'm getting wiser. See? Jesse, there we go. With your owls. That's exactly you. right. And as I get wiser, I get grayer, which means actually I'm getting blonder. <laughs> I love that. I'm getting blonder instead. I love yes, that. absolutely. That is so fun. Thank you that guys for so joining funny. us on our journey. Absolutely. Yeah, we really do appreciate you all. We really do. And um happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. Because the next time we record, I'll be 35. You'll be 35. That's right. I love you so much. I love you. We love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Yep. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.